0: Good morning, everyone. Glenn Geek here, and welcome to Horses in the Morning for July 4th, 2022. We are off today for the July 4th holiday here in the United States. Good luck, everyone, with the fireworks tonight, and your animals will be thinking about you. I have selected something super fun from 2014 that most of you have never heard before, I'm sure. And we'll get to that in just a second. Just wanted to go over the rest of the week with you. Tomorrow is the Side Saddle episode. Then Thursday will be the Sidelines episode. Wednesday and Friday, Jamie and Lisa Waisaki will be here with some terrific new shows. Jen and I are off this week using up some of the many cruise credits we have accumulated during COVID. So we're looking forward to disconnecting for a week and uh, actually taking a vacation, our first one in quite a while. Today, I went back... Back in time, you know, uh, actually last night I did the round table, uh, uh, the stable scoop round table, and we were talking about trips we've taken and horsey adventures and things like that. And it I said one of my favorites was the Percheron Congress that Dr. Wendy and I went to back in 2014. So I went back and dug that episode out that we recorded of the driving radio show at the Percheron Congress. We had a ton of uh, interviews. The sound is, you know, I would say it's not 100%. It's more like 80%, but it's worth it because the interviews were fun, and you can hear that we're at location with the Percherons going by. And as you all know, Percherons are one of my favorite horses in the whole world. And Dr. Wendy and I got to drive in the celebrity driving competition. You're going to hear us reference that. It hadn't happened by the time we did this recording. But uh, let's just say Wendy was the only one. Dr. Pole was there, too, by the way. And Wendy was the only one that had driven a pair and were driving Percherons in a pair through an obstacle course. So needless to say, Dr. Wendy won. Uh, I didn't do too bad. I beat Dr. Paul. Dr. Paul was in there quite a while. His horses were not having any of it. So uh, that was, it was a fun thing. I'm going to post a picture of Dr. and Wendy and I lined up beside each other, ready to go in the celebrity driving So I hope you enjoy this episode. Before we get started, we wanted to mention the sponsors for today. The World Equestrian Center. Of course, I've been talking about them for what seems like years now. They came on and announced the World Equestrian Center here on our show years ago. Well, they have the USEF premier hunter jumper show going on. $3.5 million in total prize money. It runs for 10 weeks over the summer here. This is the first time they're doing that one. Plus, they just announced that on December the 3rd from, uh, I don't know what time exactly. I think it's going to be announced exactly what's happening. But the dressage legend Carl Hester is coming to the World Equestrian Center, I think putting on a clinic or something, and that's going to happen on December 3rd. So it'll be they're starting to get the big names in, and uh, it's we we'll look forward to seeing him there. Apparently, he does a terrific clinic. So uh, it'll be a lot of fun to watch, even if you're not totally into dressage. Their new magazine is out. I'll put a link in the show notes. The cover article is on show jumping legend and Olympian Will Simpson. So they have so much variety there. They have uh, like 10 different restaurants, a world-class vet center, you know, 20-some rings. It is truly a Disney world for horse people. If you get to Florida, if you're driving by Ocala on Route 75, heading to Orlando, to the parks or whatever, take a day and... Go 10 minutes off of I-75 and you'll find the World Equestrian Center. It is something to see. There is nothing like it in the United States and or the world, for that matter. It's just unbelievable. We've had no shortage of stress this past year, and a lot of our attention has been focused on maintaining our health and immunity. Stress and illness can actually form a vicious cycle in humans and also in horses. Elevated cortisol levels caused by stressors like extreme weather, disease, diet changes, travel, and trailering can all throw your horse's health and immune function out of whack. But did you know that you can help reduce the negative impacts of stress by feeding your horse chromium every day? By lowering the levels of the stress hormone cortisol and optimizing overall energy use, feeding chromium results in improved body upkeep, health, and immunity, improving performance and overall well-being. To ensure you're supporting your horse, don't feed just any chromium. Find your horse the only FDA-reviewed source of chromium on the market today. ChemTrace Chromium from Kemin Equine. That's ChemTrace Chromium from Kemen Equine. Ask for it by name and stress less. Learn more about ChemTrace Chromium at kemincom ChromiumEQ. That's chemincom kemi dot ChromiumEQ. And now let's go back in time to 2014, Dr. Wendy and I at the World Percheron Congress in Massachusetts. This is episode 170 of the Driving Radio Show on the Horse Radio Network, coming to you live from the 2014 World Percheron Congress at the Eastern States Exposition Fairgrounds in West Springfield, Massachusetts. Our sponsors this week are the American Driving Society, Driving Essentials, Easy Signs Online, and Kentucky Performance Products. And, of course, I have Dr. Wendy with me.
3: Hi, everybody.
0: And we have uh, Dr. Kyle on here as well. We, uh, he is here. He's producing the show today. So he will, be, uh, he, he will be keeping an eye and making sure that all of our guests show up on time. And we have a bunch of guests planned for you today. Uh, we're going to talk of Percherons all day here. And we've been living Percherons for the last two days. And, and I think Wendy has a new love. Percherons. I do love those percherons. They're so
4: sweet and cute. They
0: are sweet and cute in a two thousand pound manner. Yeah. <laughs> now Wendy's about five foot two. She she comes up just to the bottom of their noses. Pretty much. Uh. I do. Yeah. I
4: have to reach up. I have to like stand on my tippy toes to touch their withers.
0: You would need a step ladder to put their bridles Very on good. for sure. <laughs> <laughs> we've been having actually, we've been having a great time yes. here. We uh we we we've gotten to walk around the barns. We've watched the futurity classes today with the oh, babies. Wow. The
4: babies are so cute.
0: Sixteen hand babies.
4: Yeah, babies. <laughs> some of the babies are bigger than Duke and Dante.
0: Yes, <laughs> <laughs> they are cute as heck, though, and quiet. They were stallions they, out there, and they, they were quiet. Really was, quiet. I was impressed with that. We've gotten to meet a lot of nice people. Percheron people are very friendly, and mm-hmm. we've gotten to meet a lot of nice people. Unfortunately yeah. for Wendy, Dr. Pohl of uh, the the TV show
1: yeah.
0: is set up in our booth, but he's not here yet. No, so Wendy he's too has, busy. Yeah. <laughs> Wendy hasn't met him yet, but she's looking forward to that. Of course, later on in the day, Wendy and I will be participating in the Celebrity Driving Competition, which has been the talk. Everybody's looking I forward know. to that.
4: I know, because they want to make fun of us. <laughs>
0: We'll be participating in that. And you can watch that live in the 2014 radio show, or 2014 WorldPertronCongress.com is where you can watch that live. There's a link right there on on that page. So you can check it out there. And uh so let's talk a little bit about uh let's talk a little bit about pertrons before we get into everything. You know, percherons really, uh, they've documented them back to the 17th century in France. They come from an area of France that was known as perch, and that's, uh, that's where the name came from. Right. They were used as war horses back then, and they were bred as war horses. They were smaller back then. They were uh, 16, 17 hands, very stocky and built to carry a and knight.
4: They had to be small so you could get on with all your
3: armor on. Well,
0: and they used to use winches for that. Uh, they used to winch the knight up, and then they used to walk the horse under him, and then they would uh, lower the knight onto the horse.
3: Oh, really? Because
0: the knights weighed you know, a good amount of weight with their armor on, so they couldn't climb on. Oh
4: my so they God. used to have
0: these winches, and they'd winch the so knight once up. You're
4: in your armor,
0: you're in. You're in. That's right. You were in your armor, you're in. So we, um, so that, and then they were used, obviously, they they became more of a, a pulling horse and used for heavy hauling heavy goods. And in the 18th and 19th centuries, uh, there was some Arabian blood that was put into them. I'm not sure why they did that at that point. Maybe
4: for a more stamina?
0: Yeah, maybe. It's been bred out, I think, over the years, obviously. Yeah.
4: <laughs> maybe it was their adorable face.
0: Yes, could have been for their, ador- and some of these perturans did have adorable faces today that we were out and yeah. about checking out they uh the exports of uh, percherons from France the United States, and other countries rose in the in the late eighteen hundreds and early nineteen hundreds in the early 1900s Percherons actually were the most prevalent of the draft horse breeds here doing the heavy work in the United States. Uh there were even more of them than Belgians and that they a lot of them were used in World War 1 and World War 2 mm-hmm. and they almost died out in the United States and they had to breed them back into wow. uh because so many lost their lives during the, during wars. the war. Oh, yeah. That's awful. Uh, we've met a ton of our listeners here. Thank you to everybody for stopping by. It's been a lot of fun meeting listeners.
4: It is fun because also, you know, you never, you don't see them in person. We just talk to them online or on the
0: They have a contingency rooting for us tonight in the celebrity driving. You're going to be there, so that'll be fun. My brother just came in. I haven't seen him in four years.
4: You haven't seen him in four years?
0: I haven't seen him in four years. Oh, my no. God. No. That's funny. I haven't. So uh let's uh let's do this before we get uh, started and underway uh with our first guest. Uh we have some sponsors that we have to get to in this hour, so let's start with uh Driving Essentials and then we're going to be back with our first guests here on the show. Glenn here from the Driving Radio Show at com, and I am back with Jack from Driving Essentials with the Driving Essentials Product of the Week.
5: Uh, this week I wanted to highlight a very popular carriage driving glove made by uh, the German company Schwenkel. It's the Michael Freund driving glove, and a lot of drivers know the name Michael Freund, and it's a glove that he uses. Um, it's an uh, all-weather all brown glove with velcro velcro closure it's made of deer skin and the tackified palm is also leather it's also brown leather so it's very nice for dressage cones pleasure shows as well of course the grippiness you need in the marathon Uh, the gloves are available in half sizes from six and a half to eleven so most people can find the size they need they're available for one uh, twenty nine ninety five, dollars uh, and it's a, a very popular glove.
0: And you can find all of the different glove choices at drivingessentials.com, ranging in price from ten ninety five on up. And, of course, you'll find the ones we just talked about, the Schwenkel Gloves by Michael Freund, at, right on the website at drivingessentials.com. Well, we're back here from the World Percheron Congress in Springfield, Massachusetts. Dr. Wendy and I are both here, and we have our first guest on with us. And we—it it is so appropriate that our first guest is bringing food. <laughs> I think that's perfect. We have uh, Justin Hussey, who is from White Mountain Cheese Company in North Conway, New Hampshire. And I, we, what caught our attention was your sign that says Percheron and Holstein's.
6: Yes, sir. Uh, we we have uh, a hitch of gr- dapple gray Bertrons. and uh, for a living we have a herd of holstein dairy cows. We milk cows and have some of our own cheese, and actually sell some milk uh, in glass bottles locally
0: as well. So now, which is harder to take care of, the horses or the cows? Um, probably the horses. Uh, you know, <laughs> you knew that was going to be the answer. <laughs> well, uh,
6: you know, I can feed. 200 and I think we got 225 head of Holsteins right now. I can feed them in probably a couple hours in the morning, and Uh we've got eight perch runs, and I'll probably take you an hour. So (laughs) they're a little more intensive, I guess, Uh, uh, a little more labor required, and we're more mechanized with the cattle. So
4: did you start with the cows first or the horses?
6: Well, I grew up. uh, uh, My my grandfather started the farm. in the early 60s Mm -hmm. and I grew up with both really but I was pretty young when he sold his dairy cows Uh and then he just started uh we started showing percheron draft horses actually his first six horse hitch uh percherons um he got those the year I was born so we've had them 36 years now
4: and he showed a showed a team of six
6: yeah, he's had uh yeah, we've had at least six uh at least a six horse itch for, for that amount of time.
4: And then so and you show the six horse itch also? Yep,
6: yeah, we do. Um we on occasion we'll hook an 8, we don't have an 8 right now. We mm-hmm. won't have an 8 here.
4: Yeah.
6: Um, but uh That arena doesn't look big enough for an 8. Well,
1: it's it, it's <laughs> not
6: the biggest arena we've been to. You know, uh, Iowa's is a pretty big arena. Um, yeah, this is kind of comparable to Ohio
0: State Fair, New York mm-hmm. State Fair. Uh, and how many you know. sixes will they put in an arena this size?
6: Um, I think they're talking about running 3 uh at that a would time seem in, like all oh, you can do. Uh, we were here for Big E two weeks ago, and uh, we had heats of four on a you know for a redrive and stuff. So uh, you can do four, three
0: makes it a lot nicer. And for those that don't know, the Big E is huge. It is the fair of, uh, it's just huge. I mean, and this place is packed with people. This must seem pretty quiet. For- oh, it is.
6: It is. Uh, like like I said, we've been going uh, or coming to the Big E since I was just a young kid. I'm actually on the board of trustees uh, for the Big E, so uh, it's kind of important for us to be here. We really really enjoy this show and and, and come every year um is the
0: biggie considered the state fair is it i i, I it am should not, be it i believe be, so. yeah.
6: Yeah, yeah i believe so I it's not it. called the massachusetts state fair because it's a new england fair you right. know with your state buildings and and uh it, so it is in massachusetts uh but uh, it's kind of a collective new england fair almost
0: well, i hadn't been here in 20 years you're probably even longer than no, that
6: probably. and
0: what shocked me is how big this place is
1: yeah
6: yeah it's it's it uh, you know i don't know the acreage uh, off the top of my head of the fairgrounds but i know the middle saturday uh, i believe they had over 170,000 people here Whoa. Gate. so it's, <laughs> and i i think over the 17 days um there was someone in, somewhere in the neighborhood of a million and a half people went on the fairgrounds <laughs> that's so, amazing yeah there was it was a it was a pretty good draft tour show too there was uh uh we were the last weekend of the of the fair um, and I think they, we had fourteen six horse hitches here. And back. is
4: that a, a multi breed? Sure is. Show? Yep,
6: sure is. There was uh, well, we showed.
0: Uh, per- did the pertrons kick butt? That's all I want
4: to know. Uh, well,
0: unfortunately, all <laughs> oh, the Belgian You
6: know, there was some people that thought the pertrons We did, love you too, Belgian people. <laughs> well, the dirty brown Belgian. <laughs> <does.
1: laughs> no. What uh, do they call the
0: Percherons? <laughs> well, there's a show horse. <laughs> <laughs> Belgians are the—they're the workhorses. They do the real work. Well, sure. Yeah. You know,
6: we 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 kind of joke around.
0: I, I, Has uh, that always been a rivalry. Between
6: well, we joke days? around the barn. You know, the Belgians go by go by and say, "Oh, are you going to plow ground," or are you, you know, <laughs> the slides go by. Oh, it must be a parade coming. Parade coming. <laughs> <laughs> and you got the Percherons. Oh, well, then we're going to show some horses.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Why do you like Percherons? What 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 is it about the Percheron? Over Belgian or other drafts? Shire. You whatever. know, I. I other than the family always we, Yeah, had I guess, yeah. That's,
6: you know, what we've always had, um, I think it's probably a tribute to people, you know, some people are Ford people, some people mm-hmm. are Chevy yeah. people, you know, I think probably all the breeds are pretty good in their own right. Um, uh, I like, uh, I like the refinement of the Perkstrom, mm-hmm. you know, they kind of have a little they re- have more, head. yeah, more refined mm-hmm. head. Um,
4: I especially love the gray ones.
6: Yeah, I like well, being in we
4: appreciate grey. So, <laughs> see, I'm partial to
0: black, there. so we got one of each here.
4: Oh, yeah. I like the gray ones. Yeah. Although I wouldn't want to be washing the gray ones at the show.
6: No, no, it's <laughs> a, it, it is a challenge for us. I mean, straight on, it's actually uh, three, four of our horses are dyed, mm-hmm. um, just because we just can't keep them all the same color at the uh-huh. same time. Oh, so, what do you yeah. do? Well, we dye them. Uh, four of our horses actually are white. But we've we've dyed them so they'll so they'll actually gray out. Oh, they'll, they'll, I
1: see. The yeah,
6: color will come out. Oh, they, we dyed them too. Too. What do you through. use? How does that process work? Uh just Miss uh Oh really? <laughs> oh,
4: that's
6: funny. So
4: they're all like a standard color. Well, Could you do me
6: too. While I'm well, doing? I'm, I'm going to need some here pretty soon too. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um,
4: Basically,
6: we dye them black, mm-hmm. and then as it, you know as, as they get washed out, yeah. you know they to they kind of gray out Oh, that's so.
1: interesting. we don
6: 't dye their mane, so their mane stay light yeah but uh but their but their bodies will lighten up uh-huh.
0: now now we saw one that was across from you actually in, in one of the yeah. aisles there that he was pretty much black and you could tell he was going to turn gray, but he had total white mane and tail, and i 've never seen one that the mane and tail that was that a dye job or was it probably it... was <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> See, they lied to us. They said no. That's the way they're. I, I just had never seen one like. Well, that. they, you know,
6: like us, they change at different rates. You know, we have a. So a, the and tail could go before the rest yep, of the body. Yep. Yeah, and just like the. Uh, we have a we have a six year old that's still very dark, and we have a four year old right now that's dyed because he's very light. Mm-hmm. So. You know, some of us hold that color better. Than <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> 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 All
0: right,
4: so we have to talk about your cheese. Yeah, okay. and you
0: brought some. But we're gonna have we're gonna have Dr. Kyle bring it over here because um, we want to see what you got here. There's nothing like hearing people eat on the air. Yeah. How, uh, did, you,
4: how did you get into the
0: cheese making business? Well, like I
6: said, we've uh, we've been milking cows. Uh, my wife and I uh, have had a dairy farm. Well, we've been milking cows for six and a half years now. Uh, almost well, almost seven and uh we're not a big farm we only milk about 120 cows keep mm-hmm. talking we're going to eat yeah that's fine sure. <laughs> i've had plenty <laughs> um we only milk about 120 cows so wow, uh we're looking for ways to generate a little more of the retail dollar mm-hmm. and uh, rather than just send it on the open co-op market and you mm-hmm. just you know get a check and not right. you, you never know until the next month what you're going to get paid. Mm-hmm. So, and you process it right there? Uh not at our farm. We we haul it to uh, a a plant in Maine that processes it for us and uh then we bring it back and sell it. So. This
0: is really good. I, you know there's a I difference between Colby processed cheese and locally made cheese. Yeah. No, they they do a good job. They they really do uh we have cheddar, sharp cheddar,
6: Monterey Jack, what is this in the front that I just? Made? uh Monterey Jack.
0: That is really good. Taste that. That's so and creamy. That
4: great.
6: And uh, and then we have the, that's that, the feta. That, that, that,
4: oh, yeah,
6: it's that, kind that. of crumbly. It's
4: crumbly and delicious.
6: But uh, the, oh, wow, we, really have, uh we have a we have pepper jack which is, you know, it's like the Monterey Jack just has a little bit of a kick to it. So.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: So now what is the best cheese for melting? Like you're making uh the ultimate grilled cheese sandwich? Uh, I'm I'm pretty partial to cheddar myself.
6: Uh, I, I you know especially on my burgers and stuff like that. I big big fan of cheddar, but it's it's just personal preference. My wife makes an awesome burger with feta stuffed in the middle. So
0: and why does it seem like the best cheese comes be out of two states, yours, <laughs> and Wisconsin? Why is that?
6: I couldn't answer that
0: for you. I don't know. Um,
6: I, I think it's just the processors, I guess. I or maybe it's just in our mindset. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's just what we're going with.
4: Do you show your cows too, or are they just
6: uh, i I not personally personally. i not of a of a cattle showman mm-hmm. uh my wife shows some and we have some people that help us uh show but not not to the level that we show the show the draft horses
4: that mm-hmm. little mm. wow, that's great so but, what do you do with who's taking care of the farm when you're here at the well, we have that
6: full full-time employees uh that think Thankfully, uh, if it wasn't for them, we wouldn't be able to be here. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it, it's a little taxing for them when we're gone. But, uh, well, like I said, they're they're good guys, and uh, they, they hold down the fort while we're gone. You yeah. know, but, you know, with this day and age cell phone, they can get a hold of us anytime. And, and actually, fortunately for this show, we're only four hours away. So if there was That's a major true. problem, we could be back. That's but true. it's not like, uh, I, you know, like this summer we were in Iowa, and they think that was 1,400 miles for like us. That. So, you know.
4: Well, it's great to see that, you know, you're keeping farming alive. Because in New England, especially, there's, you know, not a lot of land left. No. It's a small area.
6: No. There's all, so. o- uh, you know, in our in our county, there's only two dairy farms left.
1: Oh, really? So
6: uh, there used to be one my grandfather. So my grandfather was also a veterinarian.
1: Mm-hmm. And
6: uh, when he started in that area in 52, he said there was 90 dairy herds in the county. and wow. the, And now we're down to two. So yeah, you're, it's a dying, wow. you know it's a it's a that dying uh, area. For Definitely. Us, so,
0: mm-hmm. well, thank well, you stay here a second because I want to introduce. Can you down a second? Oh, yeah. Well, all right. We're gonna introduce Pam, and you'll know Pam because she does the RFD show. That uh, uh, called Gentle Giants, that everybody mm-hmm. has probably seen. We and hope so. Yes, and we like, because I love draft horses, yes. so I'm always watching your show to see different ones. And Pam is one of our competitors tonight in the Celebrity Driving Competition. So, now what what tips can you give us so that we beat Dr. Pohl? Because that's all we really care about. Um, have a good co driver. <laughs>
7: Do you know who yours is yeah. yet? No, do you? Um, no,
0: we don't. I don't yeah. know either. We no, think
7: it, no. I, we think they're trying to trick us.
0: I do, too. Yeah. We're going to get there, and they're going to be like, they're going to be minis.
7: Well, are going to be said, driving I minis. That's what's going to happen. I said to Albert Clevey of Blue Ribbon Days, who just won the Six Horse Hitch Championship, I said, I want the fastest ones, because I'm pretty sure it's a timed event. And he goes, then you're not driving my horses. Cause <laughs> I want them. When they come in for the eight, I don't want them to be all jacked up. <laughs>
0: I heard rumors that we're just walking.
7: Oh, well, that's no fun. I
0: did hear rumors. Not yes. I, did hear something.
7: <laughs> I did hear something about pylons and tennis balls that if you hit. If oh, you're not, you'd be good at that. You've done cones. Yeah. So if you, you get around the cones and you don't knock over a tennis ball, then. Yeah. We did
0: cheat a little today because there was, uh, there was these nice people from New York that were driving their pair outside. And we said, can we get on? Because I've never sat that high.
7: I know. That <laughs> is They've always crazy. sat behind us yeah, yeah. That's high up there. You're yeah. like a story up. Hey, yeah. well, I'll be getting high this afternoon. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just saying. That's true, That's true. Thank you so
6: much. What's the website? Uh, WhiteMountainCheeseCompany.com. Okay,
0: WhiteMountainCheeseCompany.com. We'll give you a cheese back. I oh, don't yeah. really Dan can worse. have some if
6: she wants. Want. I
1: it's don't really. Eat good.
0: You, oh. But thank you. oh, it's really good. We love it. Thank, thank you, you very so much.
7: much. Thank you. <laughs> Take care. Pam, how did the show start? How did it? Well, actually, um, Brian Coleman, who was actually one of the judges this morning in the, um, halter class in the full futurity, Brian worked for Jackson Fork. He was the, he's a six-time world champion teamster. He worked for, uh, Jackson Fork, their percher on hitch. And he mentioned that he thought that it would be a captivating series to have somebody follow the six-horse hitch, uh, series throughout the United States as they made their, tour. Well, he went to the owner of Jackson Fork, Mr. Joe Ricketts. And Mr. Ricketts lives in Omaha. His main base is in Omaha. That's where RFDTV is based. So Mr. Ricketts went to the owner of RFDTV and said, I think you should do this series about this Draft Horse Hitch competition. But that six horse hitch competition, as majestic as it is, is just a small part, as you well know, of the draft horse industry. So... Through conversation, it morphed into, let's show the entire industry. And we just finished editing our 53rd show. Oh, congratulations. So that's that. when you can, and mm-hmm. there is not one like the other, other than the three shows of the, uh, the six-horse-inch finals, which was round one, round two, round three. But not one, any one show was like the other, as you well know. Because- well, you know, okay.
0: people said that when we started this six years ago. They said, and we had one show, not yeah. ten, yeah. you know. And they said, what are you going to talk about? You know, after a couple of weeks, what are you going to talk about? And here we are, 3,500 episodes in. And we've, we've interviewed over 5,000 guests.
7: I know. And there's always some- And, there's, and always there's always more. All- <laughs> and that's just it. People are asking us today, why aren't you going to Michigan Great Lakes? Why didn't you go to Indiana? Why didn't you go to Jordan, Minnesota?
4: You can't, because be he can't be everywhere,
7: yeah. and um, but it's fascinating to know. And Mr. Ricketts asked me uh, at Mesquite at the Six Horse Hitch General Giants Hundred Thousand Dollar Invitational in February. He said, "How many more shows do you think there are?" I was like, "However many weeks, however much the audience will sustain it." Right. And the thing that we're most proud of is that, um, as you well know on RFD TV, there are a lot of equine shows. Yeah. Um, some mostly instructional, on,
0: instructional,
7: mostly kind. instructional, yep. and many of them have been on the air for ten or twelve years since the really network began. Really good night and all of that. Yeah, yep. Chris Cox, yep. Clinton Anderson. After the third week, General Giants was the number one equine show. Oh my! Wow. Look at you. Glad you go, it's girl. Not me? It's our ind- It's this yeah. industry because you know what? Not everybody that watches TV wants to learn how to train a right. horse, but there's nobody that can turn the t- channel when one of those General Giants is mm-hmm. on. I, I challenge you. You can't. You're captivated yeah. by their size, and that's by their the reason spirit. Where the, where and wherever I, the
0: Budweiser hitch goes, there's thousands of people yeah, there watching. Right? Or exactly. millions. They're the yeah. best thing that's ever happened to the horse Oh, and, as and far people as, say that yeah, all the time. They really yeah. are.
7: And when I have to say to people, I say, well, they, "What do you do?" I do a show on draft horses. What's a draft horse? And I go like of Budweiser's right, wide right. sales and everybody gets it. Something yeah. they relate yeah. to,
1: yeah.
0: How hard, Now, you do TV, which means you actually have to look good. We don't have to worry about that. <laughs> Most of the time we're in our pajamas, you know. So now, how difficult, it is difficult in the editing process and all of that. How much is scripted of what you do and how much, I know, I've watched the show, so there's some things that happen that are definitely are not scripted. Uh, <laughs> um,
7: I will tell you, when we got here last night, we The only thing that we knew is that we were going to do two shows here. We're going to do one on driving and one on the General Congress. Oh, great. And until we started our first interview yesterday evening, we had zero scripted. The show, I love that, by the way. way. I uh, yeah, up. I like that. The show morphs itself in that, um, and really it happens by what happens in the arena, who right. wins, um, what they say, because nobody wants to see a bunch of talking heads. What makes the show beautiful are the horses and the mm-hmm. stories, and one of the things that Mr. Rickett said is I want the stories that are on Gentle Giants to be similar to the profiles that you watch when you're watching the Olympics. Oh, I want yeah. people to walk yeah. away with their from there with an emotion, and hopefully we've done that, but mm-hmm. you don't know what that emotion is till you see what happens, you That's know, right. and our driving mm-hmm. show will really... Kind of morph as we drive today, won't
1: (laughs) (laughs) we? We'll see how that goes.
7: (laughs) But, you know, we've gone around, and part of what will be, I'll give you a sneak preview, and the shows that we're shooting now won't air until January and February. So what we did last night, we started going around the barns and asking for tips. And all these Mm -hmm. teamsters gave us tips. Right. And you know what we've heard unanimously? Don't wreck. Have fun.
0: Oh. <laughs>
4: yeah, I agree. Yeah, that's what we've heard too. Yeah, yeah, have
0: have fun. yeah. and yeah. you know what? That's why we're in this business. You know, all of us it's are entertainment business because we like to have well. fun. Yeah.
4: So if, if it's not fun, you know,
0: you yeah. know what our job out there is? It's not to win. It's to entertain people. Absolutely. I mean, that's still oh, yeah, our job. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, our real yeah. job. Hopefully, they're getting
7: paid well to. You know, the Percheron Association is getting a lot of money from people to come watch us humiliate ourselves. <laughs> I, I, I would hope to that Actually, yes, yeah. <laughs> we should charge admission. That's I right. don't know if they are,
4: but they should. But you <laughs> well, know, we're so, we are so lucky because, um, you know, to to get the opportunity to drive a pair of Percherons to these hitch wagons is like something that we. I mean, I could never put that together. No, I don't no. have the money or the time or want to ship them all the way over here. Yeah. So, for us to be able, for them to be so gracious to allow us to get in and drive their horses. Well, we owned the them. And
0: we only ever rode them. We never drove them. So, wow. you know, it was only ever riding them. But, mm-hmm. well, what's, now you guys are on, and I, you guys are on all different times of the week. Yeah, it's RFD. On, look at the schedule,
7: yeah, right? Uh, com. We're on Sunday afternoons at 5 o'clock Eastern. We're on Thursday mornings at eight thirty Eastern, and beginning November first, we will also get a midnight Monday night airing, midnight on the East Coast. But the great thing about that is it'll be nine p.m. On
1: the West mm-hmm. in prime time on in the prime West, West time, Coast. Yeah. So that'll be Well, but everybody
7: DVRs anyway. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah you know, and DVRs. and um, you can walk um, but but you're right. But a lot of people we we've actually met people that don't have R F D T V on some of their cable oh, systems. Really? Yep. But like they us. do have but they they do have their country club which costs six dollars a month. And wow. it's RFDCC.com, dot com and you can watch any show anytime on demand. Oh that's great. so for six dollars a month that's not bad. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's but,
4: really
7: great.
0: And it's called Gentle Giants and of course Pam Minnick and Pam hey. we're, we're looking And Katie
7: for, Kaufman and Katie Kaufman, yeah. that's right. Katie's not
0: here right now. No, but she's no. driving tonight, though. Right?
7: Katie's driving tonight. Yeah. She's setting up for an interview right now with Jason Goodman. You can see her right down there.
0: Oh, and of course, yeah. Jason, we had on the show here a week yeah. or two and ago Church from Turf Thunder, 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 which yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing tonight. Yeah, God, he has the biggest horses over there. Oh, I know they are huge,
7: and he splits his legs all the way across. Yeah, <laughs>
4: <know>.
0: Roman ride. <laughs> good a thing we it's we don't have to do
4: celebrity Roman ride. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be good. Yeah, I would have to. Yeah,
0: it's it's good. 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 yeah have to have the ambulance standing by for that.
4: you, for the industry.
0: Well, well, thank you. It's good to meet you. Nice to meet you. Take care. Night. All, right, All right, see you tonight. Five o'clock. And of course, you can watch live uh, yourselves. You can watch it at uh, 2014 worldpercheroncongresscom We're going to take a quick commercial break and then we're coming back and we're going international with the next guest. And uh, we're going to do that in just a minute, right after this word from the American Driving Society. <laughs> Wendy and I would like to remind you how important a membership to the American Driving Society is. Many of our listeners have joined the ADS since hearing about it on the show. Is it your turn? The benefits of membership include four issues of the award winning The Whip magazine, featuring all the latest news, trends, and how to articles for the sport of carriage driving. Every ADS member looks forward to getting this every quarter. Two issues of the Omnibus, the ADS guide to all the recognized competitions around the country. The Buyer's Guide, the number one resource for goods and services for carriage-driving community, plus eight copies of the Wheelhorse Newsletter sent out in an enhanced full-color electronic format or a black-and-white paper copy mailed directly to your home. Access to the Members Only section of the ADS website, which includes a comprehensive membership directory, dressage tests, and the book, and an ADS membership card and decal to display your membership proudly. Go to the AmericanDrivingSociety.org today to get your ADS membership. Tell them Wendy and Glenn sent you. And we are back on the first ever live driving radio show with Dr. Wendy and I. And we are at the 2014 World Percheron Congress in in Springfield, Massachusetts. And last night we went to a barbecue for everybody that's here, basically the vendors and the exhibitors and everybody. And we happened to be in line beside this loud, boisterous guy. And we had to know who he was. And we met Tom Henfrey, who is the, let me see if I get this right, 2014 British Heavy Horse Champion. That's correct. Well, hi, Tom. Thank you so much for joining us. That's that's fine. And you've been, you're here from England now. You're not showing. You're over here to watch, right? This that's week? correct. we are come over here
8: to have a look. We we run a team of American-Canadian horses in England, so we thought we'd
0: come and have another look. How popular are percherons in England? Not? Not. <laughs>
1: I didn't realize that. Yeah, I didn't know that
0: either. Are other heavy horses popular? Are there popular heavy horses there? Yes, the most popular would be the Shire Horses,
8: which is a English horse. Right. And the Suffolk punches. But they're supposed to be rarer than the panda.
1: Mm-hmm. So
8: uh, but the Persians
0: have took a, a long time to get to where they are in England. And the the um the, you have a couple of pony draft breeds over there too, don't you? smaller draft breeds, no? We have all kinds of yeah
8: draft lighter drafts. We have we have a varied assortment of draft horses from small to large over there now.
4: So how did you get interested in the Percherons? If they're not if they're not very popular over there, how did how did you come across them?
8: I've had my whole life with them and my dad's had all his life with them mm-hmm. and all. They've been on the farm ever since he can remember. The farm's only been without a Persian horse. For six months.
4: Oh really? And so, did they import the first? Did they import their Bertrands from the United States in the beginning when they started? No,
8: no, they all originate from France.
4: Mm-hmm.
8: Um, Every French lines that have been over with dad for a start,
1: mm-hmm.
8: and um, throughout the years we've had to upgrade and upgrade to compete to the standard we're mm-hmm. at now. And um, I'm afraid to say we've had to come to the, States and Canada to get what we need. Yeah,
4: so that must be fun taking shopping trips over to the United States to pick up and Canada to pick up horses, huh?
8: Well, it is. Yeah, I usually manage to come on my own when I'm buying horses, but the wife now insists on coming. see also do the checkbook? <laughs> yeah. No, 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 she do not worry where the dot comes or the door. <laughs>
4: <laughs> and so, what is that like? It, Shipping them back to the UK. I mean, they can't go in a regular container, can they? They must take up a double stall shipping them over.
8: Yeah, yeah. we fly them over. Um, they have a we hire a crate
4: mm-hmm.
8: and brings them over.
4: And can you get three it? in a crate? No, two. Only two in a crate. Two in
8: yeah. a little one, if, you, yeah. if you're really lucky. So <laughs> yeah, it's usually two and um, whatever else you can find to put in the middle. Yeah, okay.
0: I've okay. seen those crates. They your, These heads must stick out over the top of those crates. Yeah, they do. Oh, yeah. yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, oh, yeah there's God. not a lot of room for them. No, they're going to be in there pretty tight. More like a small standing stall. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they, have, they have to be, though, because yeah. you don't really want them to start kicking the side of the mm-hmm. plane. So.
4: Oh, yeah. And you have to bring a lot of hay with you on that flight.
0: You know what I noticed today, too? And these stalls are not not terrifically big here at the uh, expo. They're not real big stalls. And we always had a problem with our percherons, and it was a bigger stall, getting cast. Is that a problem that you guys run into at all in the stall? They get we st- don't.
8: We don't. Back in England, we have bigger stalls. Yeah, have
0: bigger stalls, yeah.
8: I'm surprised there's not more
0: cast here, because they are small. They are small stalls. Yeah. I mean, these guys, their heads are really over the top, and they don't have a lot of room to move around in there. No, they don't have no room at it's all. They've got to be 10 by 10s, don't you think? I, I, yeah.
4: yeah maybe they just look like ten by hundred I mean, with those horses, the horses are so big. <laughs> so.
0: what's yeah. the most difficult thing about dealing with the draft horses as opposed yeah. to smaller lighter breeds?
8: Well, they're not that difficult um if you call to them, they're easy, whether they be small or large. They're not they're not too bad at all, really. You get the odd rogue, but you get the rogue in any breed, in, in
1: any
0: breed or any person. Wendy knows that.
1: She's, <laughs> had, she's
4: had the rogue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: And
4: and what's your uh, what's your showing like in England?
8: Totally different than what our the show over here. Oh, really? Oh, we yeah, we do more like you'd say um, regal. Uh
4: huh. Like yeah. the more, uh, your harness and your, your carriage would be different than what yes, you're showing Yes, yeah, in. we
8: show a different drive, we, we show a brewery dry, livery drive,
0: then we show in brass harness.
4: Oh, yeah, that's right.
0: Oh, that's right, because you don't clean the brass, do you? Tell us who cleans the brass. Well, the war, she tends to do a little bit of it. Yeah, like, uh, no, that's not what we heard. We heard she does all of it. You're a slave driver. She's yeah, out there she like, at three in the morning it. cleaning brass. <laughs> You're you're on the couch drinking beer and see that mm-hmm. working.
4: Well, it's a brewery wagon. It's well, that is true. <laughs> yeah, somebody has research. to
8: drink the beer. <laughs> yeah, I, I do the work to fund the to fund the job, and um, then I do turn up and I do turn up at the show, and I do drive the lorry. Oh yeah, okay. And I do drive the horses, but apart from that, I don't really do a lot. <laughs>
4: Now, He's how's honest. that? <laughs> how's that getting around England? With like you know, here people come with these big tractor trailers with their show for their horses. In England, you don't have the big tractor trailers like that, right? What do you?
8: Yes, we use we're used the same. Are you use the same the in same? England? Yeah, yeah. we use the same. Yeah. And how do you
4: get it along the streets in England? Brave in. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah.
0: yeah, it must be tricky in some spots heading out to some of those rural shows because you really do have narrow roads. Yeah, I'm afraid some of the little rural
8: shows we can't go you to. You can't go to. They don't want us there anyway. Yeah. True. yeah.
4: You're kicking butt. But yeah. <laughs> so tell us about your competition record. You, you're pretty decorated in your, your accomplishments.
8: Yes, we're, um, we are worked the way up from dad to the bottom, from the bottom, right to the top. Mm-hmm. We've had the last, oh, what do you think, 10 years at the top. Oh, wow. So we've only really got one way to go. We're, we're the reigning 2014 All England champions.
0: Mm-hmm.
8: And at the well, you know,
0: you're discouraging all the others, they're going to quit.
8: Uh, we're now, now, the horses are getting a little
0: bit older.
1: So uh-huh.
0: we're here to upgrade. Yeah, we actually saw him out horse shopping today. Um. Yeah, he was giving me some tricks of what he looks for.
4: Do you so think if you that can't
0: he... beat them, buy them.
8: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs>
4: Do you think that you um, showing all the Percherons and having such success is encouraging more people in England to drive Percherons?
8: Yes, there is more Percherons in England now mm-hmm. being driven than there's been for 30, 40 years.
4: Oh, really? Well, You're
8: yeah. you a great not, thing for uh, the We've knocked the English breed, the Shires. We beat them all the time now. Mm-hmm. Very rarely does one, but it's usually a Percheron. And lucky uh-huh. enough, it's usually us. <laughs> <laughs>
4: And do you think they they do well in the multi-breed classes because of their movement?
8: Yes, yeah, Mm -hmm. they're totally abstract to anything that England's Mm -hmm. seen. With us importing the Canadian horses, like we have Canadian American Mm -hmm. horses, because they're so different than anything that anybody's seen in England. Right. They have really took the country by storm. Mm
4: -hmm. That's great. That's really great. Well, do you have a website? Yes.
0: What is it? Uh-oh, he won't know what it is. Wait a minute. Now, again, the wife is coming over, <laughs> doing all the work. <laughs> it is, let me see here. Uh, oh, that's the email. Facebook. Oh, on Facebook, it's Park Percheron. So you can find them on Facebook at Park Percherons. P-A-R-K. And you
4: have to see their pictures. Yes, some, some great pictures, pictures, especially
0: pulling the beer wagon. That is really cool. And especially
4: with Joanne riding.
0: Yes. Oh, yes, and Joanne rides. That's yeah. true. And we have seen quite a few riders here yeah. at the show. Yeah. They they make terrific riding horses. You're yeah, going to have is. to
4: bring um, uh, Percheron Barrel Racing back to the UK for the national. Yeah, race. there you go. We
8: can't wait to see that. <laughs> to oh, horses are at the top of the tree. She does not need encouraging. <laughs>
0: you know how much these things cost me, don't you?
8: They're not
0: played to us. <laughs> well, there's a lot of riders out there that are going, driving is playing. So... <laughs> Well, thank you so much, Tom, for stopping by. We really appreciate it, and congratulations on, oh, on the very latest very victory over there in England. Thank you very that's much. It's good no, to I'll meet get you. get back to my beer
8: now. Uh, yeah, you
1: do that. <laughs> right, American beer, much. though. Yeah, yeah, that's
0: all right. I can have twice as much.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Tom. Thank you. Thank you. All
0: right. All right, we're going to take a break for a commercial, and we're coming back with more terrific guests here in a minute. This week's EasySignsOnline.com Spotlight product is their New England-style farm signs, their most popular line of signs. New England-style farm signs are very durable and designed for long-term outdoor use with no maintenance required, no wood to rot, and no paint to peel. They will outlast the old-style painted wood signs by many, many years. They are available in many sizes, shapes, and styles, which makes them the perfect sign for any farm or business. Go online today and go through the com easy step-by-step ordering process to see all the prices and options available. They also offer free no-obligation sign proofs on all New England-style signs. And you get free shipping as well on all New England-style signs. So replace your old worn-out sign and make a great first impression with a new farm sign from EasySignsOnline.com. And the holidays are right around the corner, so it's a terrific gift idea. I can't think of a better one. Visit EasySignsOnline.com. Well, we're back here at the World Percheron Congress, and the first person that we met. When we walked in here, uh, we walked in and there's this listener that came over and said hi, and it was Brooke Vanderhoning. Did I say that right? Yes, yes, you but, did. You'll be about an inch oh, from the mic, Come okay. in real close. Closer. And Brooke said hi because she's a listener for a long time, and I remember seeing you post all the time. And it was so good to meet you right away.
9: Yeah, well, I, I'm. I knew you guys were coming. I was very excited that uh, you would bring the, sorry, bring the show You know, to come and be alive. So I happened to be up here buying emergency horse shampoo. Oh, that's so, right. That's right. Because when I went to uh, get my wash box out to wash uh, the six horses we have with us, I had about a tablespoon of shampoo in both of my bottles. So I came up to get emergency shampoo. And, my God, Glenn and Wendy are here setting up. So I just came over and said hello. And so, you've
0: been a listener for a long
9: time. Uh, a couple years. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think you were somewhere in the middle of the first year of the right driving show, and then I started listening more. Or less oh, we were now, so, so bad back then. Yeah. Oh, you weren't. You were great. <laughs> yeah. uh,
1: I, was, I was. I have
9: listened. Good, I've listened. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we've improved a little. Hopefully, <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. all right. I listened to the first. I listened to the first full year, so I know that's all right. So. And we we got to go over and meet your percherons first, which yep. was so cool. How many did you bring? We brought six: five mares and a gelding. From where? Uh, from West Michigan, actually. Uh, 18 hours in the truck. Uh, when we got here, my dad, when we pulled in the gate, my dad looked at the um, odometer, and we had been 899 miles oh my God. from our driveway to the Big E driveway. So to bring eight here, how many vehicles did you have to... this one. Brought six. I brought six. Yeah. So
0: you fit the wagon in, too? Yes. Yeah.
9: We are our uh, our trailer is set up. We haul hay- feed and stuff in the nose, then six horses head to head on the deck, and the wagon and cart and harness boxes in the rear. Let me wow. tell you, people,
0: you haven't seen big rigs until you've seen the rigs that show up at the Percheron Congress. <laughs>
9: there are some tractor trailers out there that are, there are huge, some big, fancy rigs of people that have the money to really That's go. That's a, a million dollars just in it. the rig. Some, yeah. some of them, yeah. Ours <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> definitely not.
4: Now you're doing something exciting tonight. You're doing the uh barrel racing. Yes, right? We
9: have uh three horses in the barrel racing tonight. Um so Yes, you heard correct. Barrel racing, barrel uh, racing. with Pertron. Yeah. And this is your dad's baby, this right? Is, this is yeah, one this is kind of my dad's thing. I actually volunteered him to be the uh uh barrel racing chief head honcho. <laughs> uh when they posted the class list on Facebook and I clicked through and I saw that they were doing barrel racing, I you know, Facebook Stacy and said asked her Are you going to do it horse on horse or uh, single horse against the clock like standard people, uh, like the normal way? And she wanted to know what I meant about horse on horse. So I told her about the Appaloosa people run it because my parents had been in the Appaloosa business back in the 70s. So I said, this is a lot of fun. It's more (laughs) fun than just, you know, four nights of hitch gelding 20 meter circles around a single barrel. So try it this way. So.
4: I think that's going to be so yeah. great—the the two horses at the same yeah. time. Right? And the only
9: thing tonight, um, because we're running it on a bracket tonight, we're doing time trials, so yeah. we'll just be one horse at right. a time. But for the next three rounds, it'll be uh, two horses running in opposite mm-hmm. directions.
4: And how, so, how much practice have you done on your barrels?
9: Oh, <laughs> not not a whole lot. I mean, we've I've set up a pattern in the arena at yeah. home, and everybody's been around it a several times. Um We have a really intelligent bloodline that we um, mm-hmm. try not to do too much specific stuff with because they learn to anticipate really oh, quickly i
1: yeah.
9: 'm um, riding my four year old gelding tonight and he has i started riding him a month ago and he 's had a grand total of ten ten or fifteen <laughs> rides on um, he 's well broke to drive and handle right. and stuff and so it was it was a very easy step for him and he has already started coming and he 's when he's at home and thinking, at least he starts looking for the next barrel. So, just, you know, granted, it's at a walk and a trot, but still, he does. So
4: That's great. Fun. Well, we'll be cheering for you for sure.
9: Well, we're gonna try. <laughs> we're, gonna, we're a little bit nuts this week, so we might as well start. it We off. saw their schedule. They they're very
0: organized <laughs> oh, over yeah. there. They had it written out on a whiteboard, and it was it was a long schedule every day. Yeah, you guys are very organized.
9: Well, we have to be. We're going to the ring between 40 and 50 times this week. So, because we have four, we're putting four horses through the end. in the MVP, that's trade. a lot of so harness versus, on and the off.
1: Versatility chase, yeah,
0: <laughs> it is <laughs> on and off, on yeah. and what
9: off, on and off. And and yeah, braiding and but, all uh, of that. Well, fortunately, a lot of the farm, the farm stuff, are hard. Oh
0: yeah, you don't have to braid for that. Don't have to that. do the braiding. That is, the is the nice. Our Ar-
9: nylon
4: farm throw on the yeah. Oh yeah, because I mean, you're doing the versatility, the versatility class, right? Class. So tell us about so. that.
9: Well, they have. Uh, I'm actually not sure whose idea it was initially, but they decided they wanted to have a versatility contest. It's the MVP, the most versatile. Versatile perchuron. Oh, that's cute. And there, you take three classes from the three divisions they've got up: show, miscellaneous, mm-hmm. and farm. Right. And you pick three classes out of each of those divisions, and whoever has the most points across the nine classes and that's, wins. that wins. By the horse
0: or by the by the h- by horse the horse. By the horse. Okay. To be By the
9: horse. Yeah. I, I hope it's not by the rider. I, no, it should be the horse. Yeah, it should be the horse. horse. Yeah. So yeah, but uh, that's really great. I
4: think that really like epitomizes what these it really does. used to it's, do. Versus, even though this now specialized.
9: Mm-hmm. Yeah, are, it's you know, So many of the disciplines top. are getting so so yeah. so specialized. And even and even in the draft horse business, you get mm-hmm. you've got halter horses and hitch horses right. and right. farm horses. Oh yeah, and and then, some of these hitch horses you can tell have never pulled a plow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and like, my, some of these leaders are like, I'm a diva. Yeah, I'm a diva. Yeah, you can tell the divas. Yeah, and my personal philosophy is that your farm horse, your show horse, your hitch horse, and your halter horse should be all the same horse right. because that's what the purrcharon is supposed to be. Yeah, so, that's great. But that's how we approach it in the breeding and the training. So.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, thanks so much. Well, for thank you. Okay. No it's problem. been fun, and thank you for coming and say hi right away and hey, introducing no us to uh, to your family.
9: And I'm uh, happy to do so. I'll be cheering for you guys. Are right. you better? You better. All right. Absolutely. All right. She didn't help you. us cheat, but she's going to cheer for us. <laughs> well, I would
1: have, if I could
0: have. <laughs> yeah, they're all intact, that's why. I'm yeah. That's so. <laughs> oh darn. <laughs> Thank you, Brooke. Okay, no problem. And what's the name of the farm?
9: Uh, we are Dutch Love Farm, and on Facebook we are Dutch Love Farm Percherons, and I'm not real good at keeping it up to date, but I'm going to try and be better. So
0: okay, Dutch care. Love Percherons, uh, Dutch Love Farm Percherons.
9: Yep, Dutch Love Farm,
0: yep. Thank okay. you, Brooke. Thank you. Appreciate it. Well, we're going to take a break for a commercial and we'll be right back for a final commercial. Actually, it is our nutrition tip of the week. And then we have a bunch more guests uh, lined up here, including we're going to find out about the second largest Percheron out there in just one minute. This Nutrition Minute is brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products, the company that simplifies your search for research-proven nutritional supplements at kppusa.com.
3: Did you know that easy keepers and horses on restricted diets are often at risk for vitamin and mineral deficiencies? Most easy keepers are maintained on hay, and some get a few handfuls of grain a day, and most of these horses get little to no green grass. Diets that don't include significant levels of green grass or recommended amounts of fortified concentrates just don't supply enough vitamins and minerals. Many horse folks don't realize that hay alone, even high-quality green hay, is not an adequate source of many vitamins. For example, when grass is cut and dried for hay, the vitamins quickly lose their potency. 70% of the vitamin E found in grass is lost in the first week after it is cut for hay one way to ensure that your special needs horse is getting all the vitamins and minerals he needs is to add a vitamin and mineral supplement to his diet a well-balanced supplement will provide the nutrients your horse requires without adding unwanted calories starches and sugars microphase made by kentucky performance products is a vitamin and trace mineral supplement that bridges the gap in your feeding program With Microphase, your horse receives adequate and balanced vitamin and mineral nutrition without unwanted calories or other ingredients. The minerals in Microphase have been chelated, a process that protects minerals during digestion and increases their absorption in the intestine. Microphase provides vitamins, such as vitamin E, in a natural form, so your horse receives optimal results from this supplement.
0: Well, thank you for joining us on this un- unusual uh, live driving radio show. we It's actually our second show of the day, isn't it, Wendy? Yeah,
4: yeah, we did the Horses in the Morning this morning.
0: Yeah, we had a bunch of guests there uh, for Horses in the Morning this morning, and now the driving radio show on its first live appearance. And w- w- somebody sat up right next to us, and we, we noticed her right away. And it's this is Pam from Blue Star Aquaculture. And you are... Uh, I don't know if we could call you a rescue, you're more than that. Tell us about the what you yeah, are Yeah,
10: rescue it, in some way doesn't doesn't describe what we're really trying to do and I think in reality, anyone in the horse world right now is rescuing if you right. know, if you're if you're supporting horses, you're taking care of horses, you know, and that's what we all need to be thinking about right now. We have a terrible crisis with homeless horses mm-hmm. um and 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 the manner in which they're Left when when they don't have their their needs met. So our our organization was developed um, to in to respond to this crisis that that the horses are in. We wanted to create something that would advocate for the working horses and help to address some of the misinformation that is out there around driving horses that has been maybe you know talked about among people who don't know any better. Um, horses working in harness is a very good thing. Historically it it was it built our country. Our America was the prime mover in America pre and post industrial age what were the horses. So we have a we owe a great debt to the horses, um especially in America. We we're a horse-loving country. And so we wanted to address this this problem that we have with all the homeless horses and the suffering that the horses mm-hmm. are going through. So we created this organization solely for horses we specialize with the working horses um although we take in all breeds we we consider Mm -hmm. every breed and at one point in history was developed for some type of job so we but we really do specialize with the Mm -hmm. big guys and we end up a lot with big guys a lot of unhandled or unmanaged big horses or horses that have um, developed some kind of Metabolic disorder or mm-hmm. problems, health. Oh disorder. yeah, that's so common in the draft horses. It really is, mm-hmm. and and there's so little understood about it, right? You know? And so we decided it's a we're a nonprofit and all volunteer organization. Mm-hmm. So we like to say that this work that we do is a gift of gratitude to the horses. Uh-huh. Oh, that's a great way to put it.
4: <laughs> and now we heard about you through Eva from the New York City carriage, um, the carriage drivers yeah so how I, are you involved with with eva uh,
10: where's the um where's the official retirement for the New York City carriage horses mm-hmm. when Eva discovered our work a few years ago, probably about five years now, she really liked our you know our ideas about mm-hmm. working horses and that it, dispelling the misinformation right. in particular and that we weren't we were there to help horses mm-hmm. and we got to know each other a little bit and she'd asked us at that point. <laughs> if we'd be willing to become the official retirement for the horses.
0: And so, how many have you taken in? Do you think
10: from New over York, from the past year? five years? Uh, probably close to four hundred. Whoa! We've adopted out over two hundred. Oh wow! mean well, that's Been, great. So after
4: they they have done their work in the city, you can. Oh, I you think. mean in the city? Yeah, yeah. City as far horses.
10: as the New York. Oh, maybe not even
0: thirty. Thirty. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, they you know. But that's like,
10: still really a really great. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we average. It turns out. Adopting out horses about thirty to thirty-five horses a year. Oh wow, that's great! Which is great. really tremendous. That's a you high know, number. It really is, mm-hmm. and there's really wonderful homes out there. Yeah. I don't think people really know that. Right. You know that there are people out there that care deeply, mm-hmm. that have land, that yeah. want horses, and especially horses that have are that are easy to handle. Nice. Yeah, yeah. So the horses in New York City are actually the very Least thing we worry about. Yeah. When we hear about those horses, we know they're going to be easy to care for. Right. And you know, they're
4: well-trained. They like bomb people. Proof. They're pretty much bomb-proof. Yeah, they're Just to worry and about healthy. Yeah. The
10: only issue you might run into with them is they don't like farm life. Always, they don't like to be outside. They don't want to be it's on fun. a farm. Like right. I had one horse and that, wet. like they make yeah. money. It's well, from, <laughs> I had a horse from Philadelphia. He absolutely refused to be on the farm. He would really? just stand up by the street on the fence line. So he yeah. knows where his job was. He wanted to be with people, yeah, and, and action, and that's where he had spent. Well, get petted
0: all day long, yeah. basically. They Lots work. They don't work like as much that. as they get petted in those jobs.
10: <laughs> I think mm-hmm. that if every horse could be treated as well as those, my pony kids, would
0: like that job <laughs> are you kidding I and the
10: healthcare, that's yes, the yes. Like, where's my automatic water and that's <laughs> right and really and the love i mm-hmm. mean and appreciation those yeah. horses know they're appreciated yeah. and they're loved and regardless of what anyone from the outside that doesn't mm-hmm. know says right that relationship that their drivers have with their horses not only is it profound mm-hmm. and and deep it's 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 his it's um in their cases heritage and, right. and that's true and yeah. history. I mean, you've met Stephen Malone mm-hmm. who is the president of the New York Carriage Association. He his father came over from Ireland and, and was a blacksmith there in the yeah. city and then began driving carriages. I mean for most of the folks that are driving in the cities. This is what they do. This is their yeah. livelihood. This isn't a, a game, you know, right. where we say you can't do this anymore because we don't like it. Right. This is a tradition. This is a culture. This well,
0: they are the true Teamsters. They're the original they Teamsters. Exactly that's where the term came exactly. from. Oh, really? I
10: didn't that's know that. Exactly The Teamsters
0: right. union was originally oh. horse people. If you that look at the their teamster. logo,
10: it has the wheel and the two heads yeah. of the horses, which oh, recently I found out were named Thunder and Lightning. Oh, oh is oh, that right? Cute. Which is fascinating because i work a lot with native cultures and the lakota people believe that horses are the keepers of thunder and lightning oh Oh. wow isn't that amazing yeah
1: that's so cool there's
10: so much interesting amazing stuff to learn when you work with horses and especially the work horses. and Mm -hmm. when you look into what they've contributed you begin to learn about your own history yeah and i think that if we all just took a minute to look at that we'd realize we're all horse people there's no way Mm -hmm. out of it this is We've only been removed from it for two generations. Right. It's not like a thousand true. years ago That's we were right. doing it. We were, your great grandfather, your grandfather was driving horses mm-hmm. or part of that world in right. some way.
0: Well, I do, uh, before we run out of time here, we only have about a minute left. Um, the Tell us about the horse that we're, we're hoping to go see Pet, before we leave tomorrow.
10: You na- oh, yeah. called Tech. Now, we have several, we have all the draft breeds except for Suffolk. They're, they usually don't become uh, homeless for, mm-hmm. because they're just so exceptional. Yeah. Well, I don't. I'm not really sure why, but they're. I know they're very coveted, but um, and protected among the people who have them. But um, we have Shires and Belgians and um, Percherons, and Percherons, Percherons Shires, Belgians, Clydesdale, and Clydes. Yeah. But this particular young gelding that you're talking about, his name is Tex. He's a Belgian. And he was from the Midwest. Mm-hmm. Um, he's 6'8 at the shoulder, 20.3 hands. Oh, my gosh. he was, three hands, He people. was registered. <laughs> that's 21 hands, Midwest. basically. And even Tex, with all his glory, ended up homeless and uh, in need. And
0: how, how, um,
10: how did that happen? Well, no, I was
0: just going to ask uh, uh, with Tex. Um, you said he's a Belgian. Yes. And 21 hands makes him the second?
10: 20, 20.3. I
0: know, but that's close enough.
10: Well Man. it well actually in when you're rating like with Guinness it it the No
0: it really matters.
10: Yeah. It matters. When you meet Tex, guaranteed he's gonna be he'll be the biggest horse you ever meet. I mean, there's very rare to be this huge. Yeah. I mean he's a huge horse and he's and he's a love.
0: I was going to ask what his disposition is. He
10: came to us really tired and nervous and underweight and upset and a little bit neurotic. I mean, he was... People Just you need a 21-hand neurotic well, horse. <laughs> why he ended up homeless. I mean, people didn't know how to handle right. him. He had been in a wreck. We can tell he was in a wreck. We don't really know what mm. his story was, but he has scars on his face. And uh. he has a pretty, a pretty graph. Graphic, yeah. uh, Maybe star. they tried
4: to train him by hooking him to another horse, but they didn't really know No, I think so he actually
10: giant. ran into a fence. Yeah, well a yeah. The harness makes him really nervous. Yeah. Um. People make him nervous. When he first came, he did not trust people. Yeah. You know, he kind of ran around on the outskirts of the farm. We yeah. turn all our horses out unless they need to be in. Um. And so he would kind of be on the perimeter. And he watched the way we manage our horses. We keep them out in a herd and... These big oh, guys. you mean like horses? Yeah, <laughs> and they come in. They're managed twice a day. They have to come in to be fed, and right. cared for, and and work. I mean, everybody on that farm has something to do, mm-hmm. even if it's just standing there to right. get groomed. It's they're being handled. Mm-hmm. So Tex started to watch the other horses, and then he began to trust us. Oh, and now wow. he loves he's, to come in. He's the bona bonafide herd leader there. I mean, he runs that herd. That's great. what is the website org. E-Q-U-I Culture C-U-L-T-U-R-E .org We want to be part of You know, these These creative solutions For going forward With our horses We want to be part of that We don't We want to work With all people We don't believe In demonizing cultures Or peoples Or Mm -hmm. anyone There's I have never really actually met an abusive person to be perfectly honest. I've met people that may not know any better. Right. And don't even know how to do it for their own selves. Yeah. And but they did the best they could by their horses and mm-hmm. those horses end up suffering because horses have specific needs. Yeah. I think there's not enough support. We really would like to model the Brook in England, the brook.org, mm-hmm. which is a fascinating organization that yeah. started after World War 1. It, it was designed for the working horses in Egypt and, and um, Middle East. Mm-hmm. But they go and they help yeah. right. people that are struggling right. to keep their horses. Yeah, they, don't, they don't chastise them. and, and No, and and, they mean them. Right. Or, they just try to help them with harnesses. loses? The horses and yeah. the humans lose, and we need each other. This is yeah. a bond that's ancient. It's a 6,000-year-old yeah. bond. Horses make us better people. Mm-hmm. We make horses what they are. Let's yeah. spend
0: on that. That's a good note yeah. to end on. Yeah. Horses make us better people. I like that.
4: Thanks so much. For Thank you for channel. stopping by aquaculture.org. Thank you. All right,
0: Thank we'll hope to see you guys. tomorrow. So good to meet you. Okay. <laughs> yes, okay. you will see me. yes. All right, we have one more guest coming yes. up here, and actually Wendy's going to introduce yes. this gentleman because she's known him for yes. a very long my time. My
4: friend Peter von Hollem.
0: Hello, like Wendy. Yes,
4: welcome to our show. Thank you. Now you're involved with the local driving club here in, in uh, I'm Connecticut. With
2: practically all the local driving clubs, <laughs> <in England>. <laughs> <laughs> but especially the, the Eastern Connecticut Draft Horse Association. Mm-hmm.
4: And they have a booth set up here at the show. Okay. And, and what are you guys? What are you guys doing? Uh,
2: well, uh, we promote draft horses. We try to educate the public about draft horses, mm-hmm. especially, and we uh, drive them and we show them and we have events especially for draft horses, mm-hmm. such as a plow match.
1: Oh, and, fun. And a
2: fun day. Yeah. And uh, we sponsor a local fair where we do the, the manage the, the the draft horse show and, at the fair in oh, North Stonington. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And uh, we do those things, yeah.
4: yeah. You're a pretty active club.
2: Yeah, yeah. And I have to say, I was president for a while. Now, at the moment, I'm president of another Connecticut club, the mm-hmm. Connecticut Valley Driving Club, which is more um, – a like light driving. Light driving uh-huh. club, yes. And that, for those that don't know, that just means pleasure drives and get-togethers and That's more true. of a social? No. You know? We like not to think so, but it <laughs> happens, unfortunately, <laughs> often. yes. Uh, but it's uh, the, to promote driving, uh, pleasure driving, and competition. And one of our uh, signature events that, that I'm talking about, the Connecticut Valley Driving Club now, is um, is a, a, a horse driving trial we manage every year. Uh, yeah. had a Meadows mm-hmm. on the Connecticut River in in Hadam. Oh, that must be beautiful. Yes, it is, but I don't want to steal the show for the draft horse. Right. Camp, you know, that, so,
4: for the, did you start out driving draft horses?
2: Yes, uh, I. Uh, I when I was sixteen, didn't do well in school in Europe. <laughs> I went to work on a North German farm as an apprentice. Mm-hmm. It was a three-year, uh, very regulated, very structured apprenticeship mm-hmm. on a farm that was licensed to teach young guys run by a man who had to be in, who was in charge of you, the farm manager uh-huh. or owner. And he was licensed to do that. And you had to, it was a rule. You had to do all the work farm on work? the farm oh, that wow. was going on from milking cows to driving horses.
1: Oh, wow. And
2: the first one I drove, I worked, I started, you obviously did on two different farms. Mm-hmm. The first one I started in 1952, I was 16, and they still had 10 pair of heavy draft horses today
1: yeah
2: so, uh, some farm work uh-huh. they they had also some tractors but the uh, the economy was still very much post world war 2 and mm-hmm. it was rather poor and uh, and labor was relatively cheap yeah. and um, and draft horses were there and all the equipment was still there yeah. so they did a lot of work yes oh wow yeah. and so the apprentices they got um a little smart about the whole thing, you know, and um, and once they had, a every pair of drivers had its own driver uh, or teamster, uh-huh. he was assigned to that pair, he had to get up earlier, feed him and so on, mm-hmm. and if he liked you, he let you drive him once in a while, and if he went on vacation, he could pick who drove his horses in the meantime, right. you know, so that's how we got to drive, and we learned to plow and um, do all those things, yeah, yeah.
4: And now with your Connecticut Valley, or not Connecticut Valley, but the Draft Horse Club yeah. here in Connecticut. Eastern
2: Connecticut Draft Horse Association. Eastern Connecticut yeah. Draft
4: Horse. Do you um, do you find that there's a, because I grew up in New England, but I never knew there were people plowing and doing work with draft yeah. horses. Yeah. How did you, um, like, find the people and get that all together?
2: Well, the draft horse lends itself to plowing, mm-hmm. you know. So uh, owners and or operators of draft horses often can do that, or want to do it and learn it. Yeah. You know? And so that's how we got into it. We have a plow match, and we also plow a garden here in Massachusetts. And I have a mental block now, which is due to my age, but I, mean, <laughs> I can't think of it <laughs> now. I have mean. those all the time. It's yeah. also
4: so,
1: so so due to
2: my age.
4: Do you, uh, it must attract a lot of new people to driving, because they must see all this,
2: all well, this plowing, uh, which
4: they don't always get exposure to.
2: Yeah. Um, it uh, we are actually finding we, we don't have enough new members mm-hmm. and young members, especially. We're trying to promote uh, youngsters, too. Like every that. club out there yeah. nowadays. Every club, yeah. yes. It's every club. And so um, the, the most of the people who are the expert flowers are older men
1: mm-hmm. uh,
2: and their wives sometimes and women, you know. Oh, yeah. yeah as the whole thing is you need to be, a, a, number one, Able to deal with a pair of draft horses, right? And number two, um, uh, number two, uh, handle the plow, which is right. relatively easy not. when the plow is adjusted correctly, mm-hmm. but when it's not and it goes all over the place. Right. So the, between the, you, the horses, and the machine or the plow, um, it's it's. Um, you know the, the, those three elements too yeah. and you know the the name of the game is to to plow a straight furrow. Oh, I
4: know. Go That's, all over the place. That must is that how you guys judge each other?
2: Uh, absolutely. We, we don't, don't want to
4: have a wiggly
2: furrow. We have judges. Is speed uh, too like? Well, no. Um, okay. uh, speed is not really uh the no, that'd be hard of plowing. You don't <laughs> want to be too fast. In any case, it works works out the uh, uh, tires out the whole Yeah, right, right, right. So steady steady and straight pulling is Mm -hmm. what we need and one horse needs to learn to go in the furrow and the other one on top and and so
1: on. Once the
2: horses are trained it's very easy for the plow man Mm -hmm. relatively. They just know what to do at the end. They turn around and head back uh, come back. And And
0: I grew up in Lancaster County, Pennsylvania. Oh
2: there you go. You you know I've watched
0: them every day do that and and they didn't even have reins on those horses. There were no reins. They didn't yeah. have reins.
2: Nope, they didn't need them because I haven't seen that, but it's quite possible. And the folks in Lancaster obviously know what they're doing. Yeah, they horses. just
0: would take those horses. They would yeah. make the turns, and then they would stand. They go in for lunch. They would stand there yeah. for yeah. for an hour, just waiting.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: it was just oh, amazing God.
0: to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is great. Does the, does the association have
2: a website? Yes. What is it, you know? Oh, my God. Or just Google it. What's the name of clinic, it again? And
4: also, you have a clinic coming up, right? Tell yeah. us about yeah, your clinic. We
2: have this clinic coming up, which one of our members thought up. He, and it's basically, what we're trying to do is educate either new drivers or young drivers or relatively inexperienced drivers. Mm-hmm. Just educate them a little bit, make them aware of safety features and of handling horses and, right. and um doing the job you know yeah. and so rather than hiring um professional trainers which aren't really that plentiful especially for draft horses mm-hmm. uh we say well we are not professionals the the training people but uh we are relatively good handling horses and right. uh, and know about safety and uh so we can give you at least a leg up towards a better Mm -hmm. towards better driving. And that's what we, and so we, the the whole thing is not built to be a professional course given by professionals, Mm -hmm. but rather uh, a a course given by perhaps older or more experienced mentors Mm -hmm. to less experienced drivers. And where and when? Um, Well, it is um, the first, uh, now they, um, Honored me by asking me to be a, 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 an instructor. Um, uh, I have otherwise. I'm not involved in the. I'm not in the committee. It's November 8th and 9th. I think is the first course.
4: And uh, you don't have to have a draft horse to come, right? You can have any
2: you any have, size horse. You can have any source. And that's this right. is
0: in uh, Franklin, Connecticut. Yeah. Uh And you can sign up. Uh, I'll give you a phone number here. Uh, contact Gary Kincaid. is 860-535-1416 is where you can get the information on that. What a great idea. We should go learn to do that.
4: I know. It would be fun. I plow. <laughs> yeah. What do you think, Carter? Plowing or dressage?
2: <laughs> well, I, I would have to say dressage. Yeah.
1: <laughs> All the dressage, dressage people not,
2: are happy to hear that. But, but not like. every dressage driver, uh, driver or top dressage driver would be up to plowing.
4: My plow, my throw. Yeah, so, you know. <laughs> 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 you'd be very
2: wiggly.
0: Yes. Yeah, mean yeah, we both here. have ADD, so we'd be halfway <laughs> yeah. down and yeah. be thinking about something yeah. else.
2: I was pretty decent. I, I actually at my test after the three-year apprenticeship. Uh, they give you a test it's three days they uh, day written a day oral and they practical Wow! yeah and it's it's very uh, typically German so in any case I'm German um, so in any case um, I was you get handed around to these different committees consisting of one or two of these ag school teachers or whatever they mm-hmm. are so I was handed to this group and I was on a field and there was a plow and a pair of horses and they said well Young men, um, you see these horses here, the plow, it's a walk-behind plow, just a simple plow. Uh It's totally out of adjustment screw it together, at least adjust it uh, as best you can, and show us a few furrows. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. And so that's the kind of thing that and, and actually passed up pretty well. Oh, good. Unlike the dressage tests I'm trying <laughs> for
1: <now>. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Well,
0: we are plain running out of time here. Thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. And uh, as I said, well, you can take a listen back. Uh, the phone number for this uh, driving clinic, November 8th and 9th, is in Franklin, Connecticut is Gary Kincaid, 860-535-1416.
2: And I, uh, Gary Kincaid is a good friend of mine. He's the current president of the Eastern Connecticut Draft Horse Association. And you can Google that, too, I'm sure. So yeah. Eastern yeah. Connecticut Draft Horse Association. Thank Thanks you very
0: much, so much for joining thank us. Thank you. Thanks for Appreciate having
1: Appreciate it. Yeah.
0: And we are wrapping up the show here today We at the World Petron Congress. Wendy and I have obligations. We have to head over to a party, apparently.
4: Oh, you know, being a celebrity...
0: <laughs> Takes all this effort. Being
4: a, that's a celebrity for the show is just... So exhausting.
0: I didn't talk anything about how much time it took you to buy makeup last night. I didn't ta- I didn't wow. talk anything about that. You
4: know what?
0: I work with a I, diva.
4: I have to. If people could see my skin, they would know why <laughs> we're on radio, and that's forty-four years of. Burning in the sun and not wearing sunscreen. It's caught up to me.
0: Well, thank you, everybody. Uh, we will put this show out shortly in the recorded version, too. So if you missed part of it, you can go back and listen to the beginning of it. If you want to watch us live tonight in the celebrity driving and the whole evening's worth of activities, you go to 2014 WorldPertronCongress.com and you can watch us all live doing our thing. So, a <laughs> cheer for us at home.
4: All right. So, remember, keep the shiny side up.